it could just be a, hey, man, I don't know you. You want to come to a concert in Charlotte real quick? Oh, yeah, I know that one well. That's how, that's how we became that's, friends. That's how okay. we became friends. That's what's up. Was, was, that was October year, freshman year. That mm. was so weird. Um, it was the surfaces, day before right? Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Surfaces concert. So I, surfaces? I had, that must have been fire. It was, it was a good concert. I'm not even going to lie. I had no clue who they were. I didn't. I had no yeah. clue who these guys were. Yeah. And so uh, we have a mutual friend. His name is Nate Hohensei. And he had invited me. He's like, hey, there's a... Uh, I love Nate. Perfect, perfect, I've just never heard anyone pronounce his last name. It's, it's Hoency, but... I try, I try. Okay, yeah. I try. It's but not... It's okay, chilling. set it with that French, bro. Put a little, uh, <laughs> is, little accent they goo on it. Yes, sir. <laughs> they don't, they don't yeah. pronounce the H's yeah, in that's French. Crazy. But, okay, know. whatever. I'm American. I'm going to say it that way. <laughs> you, you, yeah, no, you, you speak your truth, yeah. bro. Okay. Say it in American. No, but so... Nate randomly goes like, hey, hey Steven, uh, you want to go to a concert by chance? I'm uh, I like concerts. Concerts are fun. I'll go to a concert, right? And so he's like, it's this band called Surfaces. And I'm just, uh, I have no clue who these guys are, but yeah. I'll go to a concert. I'm not going to say no to a concert. And he's like, it's a free concert. And that really got me into it. And so he's like, oh, I have another buddy who's going with me. And lo and behold, it's James. And in the car ride, he and Nate are geeking out about a couple of their songs. Like they know them, they're familiar with them. And I'm sitting in the back of the car, like what is going on? But then mm. it ended up being really fun because we got there. Coincidentally, we had VIP passes. Well, I didn't okay. know this. So you're, you're missing the, sorry, just yeah, a I'm little gonna... bit of context was, um, so Nate and I know each other cause we went to high school together. Um, and, yeah. and Nate and I, we live literally a mile and a half away from each other back home. So okay. like we became friends, Nate's sophomore year, my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, we hung out all the time. Obviously we found out we had shared interests and, in, uh, you know, I would go over to his house. We'd play super smash bros or whatever. Oh, we'd game. listen to surfaces and he got me into <laughs> we listen some, to surfaces and play smash bros. Bro. No, 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 so no, no, no. Hard. It, it went hard. It really did. And, I believe you. Um, so w- that summer, um, I found out they were going on tour. They were going to be in, in Charlotte. And they were playing the day of or the day after Nate's birthday, his 19th birthday. Uh, this is right. And, this is, yeah. and so I was like, well, I like surfaces. He likes surfaces. And I, one of my other friends, um, well, you know, Carly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really likes surfaces, too. Oh, yeah. So I, I called both of them over the summer. I was like, hey. Services is coming to Charlotte. Yeah. I want to buy tickets to the concert. Right. I'll buy them. You guys pay me back. And then like, just so we can have like tickets to go. And like it worked out cause it was oh, right around clean. Nate's birthday. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, fast forward through the summer, Carly wasn't sure if she was going to be able to swing it. And then I was like, all right, well I had the tickets. Right. So I'm trying to find somebody else to go. Right. Um, kind of fast forward to that point in time. And I, was going to surprise Nate. I had bought VIP passes so we could like take pictures with the the guys and like, like for his birthday. So like, that was kind of, that was the whole deal. So Mm -hmm. fast forward to kind of what Steven was talking about. Nate got a hold of him. We drove down. I was playing the music in the car so he could, like hear something before we showed up. Into it, yeah, right. Hate going to a concert not knowing anything. It's, yeah, it's it is. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little. You know. Yeah. Why is everyone excited? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. just like <laughs> no. But I mean, I I thought it was probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Like I've been to some really good concerts, but it was just the energy was was yeah. all over the place. And um, 
since then I've made friends because I found out like we had met some other high point students who went to the concert and I found out like um, some of those people we kind of run in the same circles like they're an APO with me or like mm-hmm. whatever and I'm like oh wait you're wearing the same tan sweatshirt that we all got like yep. and I was like and they were like oh yeah I got it at the concert I was like which one the one in Charlotte I was like oh you're that person they're like oh, oh my gosh you know yeah. like whatever so um yeah That's no sick. it's yeah love live music it's I mean being a musician mm-hmm. live music is one of the greatest gifts I think mm. like I can I can give to this world Ooh, so bro we gonna get into that bro we gonna get into all that that's a great segue man without further ado okay so my boy jaseem he made this beat he's a producer Mm -hmm. are you serious shout out to jaseem bro i also shout out to jaseem yo bro good (laughs) i'm odd man out this time yeah (laughs) yeah Can't say I know him. Hold on a second. Oh, it's no, good. I, I don't know him. I'm just saying. He oh, did no. A good okay. Job. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> no, no. It's nah, good. but he he did his thing with this beat, bro. I'm telling you. So, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crooked Sticks, the community of conversation. I'm your host, Gabriel Brown. Welcome back, y'all. It's good to be back. It's been a minute. It's been a few weeks since I've been able to record an episode live with some guests. Um, busy with school, busy with the bag. So, you know, we got to make some sacrifices. And unfortunately, this was one of them. Um, but y'all, we're back here. We're back. And I have two new guests on the show. We got something excited for y'all playing today. And so without further ado, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, uh, James Sandoval, Jr., double major in music and IR from uh, Severn, Maryland. What's up, guys? I'm uh, My name's Steven. I'm Steven Casey. I'm from Texas. I'm an army kid. It's kind of funny, everyone. You know, you, you see the ROTC jokes online on uh, on TikTok. It doesn't really help my breed, but that's crazy. <laughs> I try. You said, "Listen, that's me, guys. That's me." What's that smell? No, we're good. <laughs> it, I'm not. I, I took my shower today. Don't you worry. But, I yeah, would hope I'm so. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I would hope so. Is that, is that burned crayons? I smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're good. I promise. I promise. Okay, that's nice. So, musician, ROTC. Yeah. All right. Well, I got some questions about that for both of y'all. Who wants to go first? All right, James, you're up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Swing better, better. You said something as soon as we started, and you said something, I was like, dang, I felt that. So, we got to, we just okay. got to carry on with that. Okay. You said you feel like your gift to the world. Is that the word you use? Gift to the world? Yeah. Gift to the world so. is to bring music, use music, share music. What what verb needs to go there? Man, um, music is a is a language. We we talk about um, music every day. Like it, in my life, I can't go anywhere without music being a part of it. If it's waking mm-hmm. up in the morning and I listen to music in the shower and then it's listening to something else when I'm either biking or driving to school, um, throughout the day, walking between classes. I mean, the promenade's always playing classical music too. You know, you think about mm-hmm. that music is such an integral part of our lives and it's a language that we all speak, but sometimes we all get a little too caught up in like <laughs> Because we're, oh, we don't like the same artists. We don't like the same songs. We don't know the artists that each other like. Mm-hmm. We almost, we're just talking right past each other. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot to be said of like, I, I'm not a big fan of just describing myself as like, oh, I just like pop music or, mm-hmm. um, 
whatever it is, because sometimes <laughs> I, I don't build playlists off of moods per se. I just go off of like, sometimes it's, I want to listen to music that I like and it can range literally from music that I'm working on for my rep for mm. like my recital I just gave. So, mm. you know, I'll have French and German opera coming on in my ear. And then the next second I'm listening to NF off of his new album or something. Right. So like it really runs the gamut for me, but kind of circling back around to what you were talking about is as a, as a musician, as a, as a singer. And even before when I started in band, like on the saxophone, like there was always such a, like, rush that you get when you're performing and just like you are creating something that exists mm -hmm. that long mm. and then it's gone the impermanence of the art of music mm -hmm. is what makes it beautiful because you can't capture it you can record it and that's why nothing will ever be as good for me as live music because mm. music that comes through you on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, um, wherever you listen to Pandora, I, I don't care. It's produced. It, it's gone through filtering or auto-tune or um, note correction or note value correction. Um, and it's made to be pristine and beautiful. Yeah. But there is beauty in the imperfections in the music that you don't get because you're not looking at somebody who's standing on a stage pouring out their heart and soul because what they're doing is what they love doing. Mm. And that's why I've stuck with it because when I get on a stage and it can be a choir concert, it could be a dance concert. It could be a theater performance because I'm doing what I love and I'm putting all of my heart and soul into that. That I think is where there's this true beauty of, of, using the gift that I've been given mm -hmm. and like, I want to continue doing that yeah. for the rest of my life. But yeah, brother. Yeah. You know, uh, when you, there are, I guess there's those events where it's like, Oh, you, you know, you, you had to be there. You had to be there to yeah. understand it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the same with music, especially live music. Um, cause I know every time anyone posts on their Snapchat story that they're at a concert, you're going to throw a hundred videos up there and all of them sound off. None of them sound good because mm -hmm. you can't control. I mean, yep. I, I, it's, I guess it's the phone, but it can never capture the way the music actually sounds live. You know, the mix of speakers, the mix of everything around you, the phone cannot capture it. And it just sounds like an ear piercing screech or it's really, really dull. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't, it just doesn't sound right. Yeah. So I can completely agree with that because I'm, mm -hmm. I know every, like if I record a video of a concert and I listen to it when I'm not at the concert, I'm like, well, that's lame. That's not at all what it sounded like. That's not at all what it sounded like. It just doesn't sound the same. Yeah. But at the concert, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. This is incredible. And, you know, then I'm on my phone like, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Or like when people post like all the like videos of the concert on Snapchat yeah, or something. What I'm and it's like a two hour marathon. <laughs> just clicking next, next, next. But none of them sound good. It's none just of them like, sound good. it's like some, I'm just like, how did it, how did what it go? What noise was that? So, <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like right there. It just doesn't sound no. good. No, I feel that, brother. Oh, man. That's good, bro. We're off to a good start. That's what's up. So I like what you said about the impermanence of creativity through music. 
That's deep, bro. I mean, like, you said the impermanence. Yeah. That's a good word. Honor scholar over here. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> bro, no. <laughs> Not even close, bro. Nah, bro, but the vocab was hitting today. We got to talk about that. So, I, you know, I'm going to carry that all the way through the entire episode, you know? Okay. All right. So, when I need a good word, I'm going to look to you to come <laughs> you in. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll pull my thesaurus out. There you go. And so, impermanence. Boom. <laughs> um... That's what's up, man. Start using the word wrong in sentences. <laughs> just, <laughs> just whatever it is. Impermanence. <laughs> the impermanence of the cat food today. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> that, that cat food is impermanent, though. Is he talking about it? It can do some impermanent uh, damage on your uh, yeah. on uh, your stomach. You know, yeah. eat that impermanent food. <laughs> I'm permanently cooked chicken. <laughs> Just, yep, yep, yep. That chicken always got like a like a medium rare gradient going on. Bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yep. I think it's nothing short of saying like you were obviously put on this earth to to sing and create. The bottom line, that's that's what it sounds yeah. like. That's what it sounds so like. So I that's that was something you know. That's the reason. Um. Well, I fought that as the reason um, that led me to being a double major in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I, I've always loved international relations. I, I did model UN at our high school mm-hmm. um, uh, and had a great time with it, really got like interested in it. And I've traveled my fair share, <laughs> really lucky to have done everything I've done. And I was like, you know, this is something interesting to me that I was like, I might want to consider studying that further and, and doing that in college. But I was originally not going to major in music. I mm. was minoring in it at best. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I got here that like the faculty were like, oh, you know, like if you major, if you minor in music, it's still the same class as your freshman year. So just declare the major. And so I, I came in as a declared double major. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward to kind of where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. Um, the beginning of the month, the first of April, I gave my junior recital, which is the first half of my capstone for my, for my major. And that was a 30 minute performance of just me with Mm -hmm. a piano. One of the scariest things Mm -hmm. I've ever had to do for a performance because it's like, it's just you up there. And, and, you know, I'm in a room, friends and family, people who love and care about me Mm -hmm. and but I was still so nervous because I was like, I need to do well. I mm-hmm. need to perform and do the best that I've ever done. Yeah. And since then, talking with my my teacher who was in the room and people, they were like, you know, that was the best I've ever heard you perform. And in my lesson yesterday, my teacher was like, it, it excites me mm-hmm. about the thought of where you can go from here. And up until fairly recently, I was still kind of under this IR is still what I want to do. I, mm. I can't make a life off of music. I can't mm. make money off of music, whatever. And something recently, I think that that switch has started to flip where that doesn't matter mm. because if I wasn't doing music, I wouldn't be doing what I love. Yeah. And that has been a really hard thing for me to come to terms with saying I need to just start doing what I love and not pushing that off. Yeah. Um, but amen to that. That's good, bro. I'm glad you, I'm glad that clicked for you. 
it's it was it's it's scary. Yeah. Um, but I'm I definitely feel like I'm moving in a in a better direction. Mm-hmm. I, I feel a little bit more like I have a sense of direction now than I did previously. So yeah. I feel that man. That's good. I want to come back to that. Steven, you're up. I'm up. Right. So RLTC. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna say why the military. But why the military? No, that's it, yeah. it, it is a fair question. <laughs> I mean, is. I have family who who serve, and um, do you come from people who serve in your family as so, well? Or? I'm gonna start it off, and that is yeah. that, that's a pretty defining feature. You yeah. know, I uh, I joked with teachers my whole life that like most kids got like you know some cute little nice bedtime story, and mine was like my dad being like, "And this is what I did to fight the Taliban." And I'm just sitting there like, oh, okay. Um, but no, it's no magic tree house. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-uh, there's no Jack and Annie. You got this Black is, Hawk down every night. <laughs> <laughs> I was shooting at my helicopter. No, uh, but, uh, <laughs> Dad, I'm free. What, what's going on over here? No. Um, so my every every guy in my family uh, has served in the military, at least as far as like uh, I I don't consider my, my cousin, he's my age. Mm -hmm. I don't consider him like, you know, a grown adult male. Right. Um, but uh, my uncle, both my grandparents, my dad, or both my grandpas, uh, my dad and then my second uncle, all of them have served. So it was in a way, it feels like continuing a family business. If Mm. you, if you know what I mean? Yeah. However, none of them ever forced that on me. They were never, they were never over like, you know, this is what we did. This is what you have to do. It was, it was kind of, it was just kind of understood my whole life that like they had all served. And I was like, huh, that sounds interesting. And I'm not going to lie. I don't think I would have. The main reason service became so big to me was I had learned that, well, my, my parents essentially said, Hey, we're not, we're not helping you through college. Like mm-hmm. you're one now that you're 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be financially responsible for yourself. <laughs> you have your taxes, you have your loans, you have, you have everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've raised me like that my whole life. So it's not, it wasn't new. It wasn't unexpected. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was kicked out. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was very much so like, Hey, if you, if you want it, you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. Like it, we're not gonna, well, they could probably cover me financially. They're like, no, we're, that's not how we were raised. That's not how we're raising you. We don't give handouts. Mm-hmm. So like, if you want college, go earn it. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's what, that's what I went and did. Um, I started pursuing scholarship opportunities I wanted to play rugby and football really, really bad. Those are the two sports I played my entire life mm-hmm. or football more so than rugby, but rugby I picked up in high school, loved it. And I was able to go play at a semi-pro level for a little bit. Absolutely loved both sports. Absolutely. Absolutely love them both. However, um, rugby scholarships are incredibly hard to get. Uh, they don't really do full rides. It's more so, you know, two or three year, um, like the, like they'll cover half, then maybe they cover tuition, but they don't cover housing. Mm-hmm. And while it's nice, I'm like, Hmm, I really want to go for that four year. I really, really want to go for that four year. Mm-hmm. And then football, I had preferred walk-ons everywhere. Um, the problem was, is at my high school, like I'm talking, my high school is where Baker Mayfield came from. It's from where mm-hmm. uh, Cameron Dicker came from is now the kicker. I believe for the Rams. I think that sounds right. He's doing pretty good, but like, and then, so it's just NFL players and Garrett Wilson, who just won uh NFL rookie of the year wide receiver. I played with him. Mm-hmm. I was a center when I was a sophomore. It's wild. But like we just breed athletes and ship them out. Mm-hmm. So the problem is when I'm like, not the biggest kid there, not like the strongest kid there by any means, 
you just get overlooked. So it was like impossible to get a, a, a full ride. You know, if I'd gone to a smaller school, probably mm. could have for football because I would have you know looked better. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there surrounded by like Ohio State and Alabama coaches. I'm like, I'm not making it to these schools. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got overlooked for that. And I was like, all right. So those are gone. What's left? And I knew it was like, all right, I have academics. I'm decently fit because I have to play in two sports, you know, because mm-hmm. rugby at least requires a lot of running. Yeah. So I was like, shoot. Okay. Hmm. Where does this go from here? And I went and I pursued all the academies. I pursued all the ROTC scholarships I could get. And at this time, it's also kind of important to note, while you might not believe it, I probably don't sound like it. At one point I was about 280 pounds, 290 pounds, and I'm about six foot, six foot one, maybe if I really, really stretched and I, you know, hung off the monkey bars for a little bit today, right. then I might be six one. That's spine um, show. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I've been a real big guy. So mm-hmm. I got into West Point. I got in the Air Force and I got into Navy. However, when it was physical fitness time, they're like, oh, wait a minute, bud. <laughs> Hold those horses. You're a little big boy. Yeah. Um, so they kind of overlooked me. I was like, well, that's not good. And that was my hope. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, ROTC is like, hey, we will go out on a limb. And we'll trust that you can lose, you know, you can lose some weight. We'll trust you on that. Mm-hmm. Because like the rest of my profile was outstanding. It was like, all right, we, we trust you on this aspect. Mm-hmm. If you can follow through with this, you have four years guaranteed. If you can't, we essentially can revoke it. And I took him on the offer. I was like, well, this is the best I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. High point. Oh, high point accepted me as well. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. guess we'll try that. And then now I am definitely not 280 pounds. I'm about like 198. Mm-hmm. All, about 9% body fat. Totally different guy. So now we're good. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm logged in. Yeah. But the, the real reason for military, I know long backstory, uh, but the real, the real reason for it is, uh, is the only way I could have gotten to college. Mm. So that's why I'm doing it. But at the same time, I have no complaints. I, uh, I'm pretty involved in it and I, uh, I fully, I, I really like it. My that's family cool. definitely helped with that. Yeah. What part of the rancher you think? I don't really know how this works, but like no, what branch good. of the military okay, yeah. is it? Does so, ROTC feed into like one specific branch or do so, you get to choose? So there's different ROTCs, right? Uh-huh. Um, we, at high point, we offer both army and we offer air force. Okay. I'm in army. Mm-hmm. Um, am I kind of biased on army? Yeah. My dad was, my grandpa was the, the, the grandfather I'm closest with mm-hmm. the other one passed away, but, um, them two were both army. So I was like, <laughs> if I follow this, this makes sense. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I've, I've been very biased for army. My dad went to West Point. So like everything in my house is involved army. So I was just already like a fan. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I already know army. I like army, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, army and then now, so there's, there's a different thing. So once you want, so I'm in army and then once I graduate and it's called commissioning in the uh, military, that's when I then pick a like specific division of the army that mm-hmm. I go into. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot, there's, there's all sorts of things. I'll be an officer, which is really nice. Cause I kind of keeps me off of being the, the guy holding all the big guns because mm-hmm. I want to fly helicopters, which is called aviation. That's right. what I'd really, really like to do. I know normally when you think of the army, you just think of a bunch, same probably with the Marine Corps, you think of a bunch of dudes in a field holding rifles, running Rolls around, shooting at yep. bad guys. Mm-hmm. Surprising. That is one area of the army. And there's like 
15 others that have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It's like all the, like the logistician guys that are like making sure like, Oh, this isn't the right place. The transportation people being like, okay, no, your tank is there. Your Humvee's there. Yeah. There's so much. But then I heard about aviation. I'm like, Oh, I want to fly. Sounds yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll go fly a helicopter with missiles and, you know, yeah. destroy everything. It sounds obviously I have no clue if that's how it's going to turn out. Right. That's what I want to do. I understand. I got you. That'd be, Oh, that'd be a dream come true. Flying yeah. sounds so fun. That's sick. So I yeah. got a nice little backstory, you guys. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Do you know when, um, do you know when it is you enlist? Or? When I, so, okay. Technically as of right now, because I, I have like my military ID and everything. I'm like, I'm considered active duty at the moment. I'm considered an E5 sergeant, which is, I would have had to be serving like, so there's a different, there's enlisted and there's officers. Enlisted men and officer. The only difference is that officers have a college degree mm-hmm. or have gone through some sort of special training program to like, if you were an enlisted man to make you an officer. Mm-hmm. Um, since I go, I jump straight in. I'm technically considered an enlisted man cause I haven't actually graduated, but they have me as a pretty high rank mm-hmm. because officer pay is higher. Mm-hmm. So I'm like already kind of up there, which is really nice Yeah, because I don't actually, you know, I haven't actually been doing much, but I, I have like the equivalent of having been in like, six or seven years and being promoted like four times. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's not that's a bad so, deal right yeah. now. It's kind of nice. Good. It's nice as a college student. That's sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. Word. I know when I, uh, when they gave me my ID. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like that's, that's sick. Like, I, no, no. Yeah. I have like a lot of family. Um, my, uh, I have a cousin in the Navy mm-hmm. and then a cousin and in the Marines. My dad served in the army. Um, my uncle served in the Navy as well. I think mm-hmm. there's more. You'll get it. I'm not worry. sure where it is, but yeah. I, I think it there's is more. There. But that's the immediate stuff that mm-hmm. I can think of right now. But, it was um, pretty. It was pretty funny because I was waiting in line to get my ID like about a month ago, mm-hmm. and they they're like, "All right, here, you know, here you go." And they gave it to me. I look at I look at my rank. I'm like. Oh, no way. I'm yeah. an E5. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like if, if, if people have enlisted into the army and they're younger than like 26 years old, I am technically their superior as a college student. Like yeah. that's awesome. Oh, wow. That's crazy. No, I, can, I can go find, you know, the biggest, scariest looking guy and be like, mm, excuse me, do a push up for me. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> of course, oh, I'm not actually going to no I don't way. know where that voice no came way. out of, bro. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Oh, no. It would be so bad. Little Kermit. Uh, hello there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. How you doing there, Sergeant? <laughs> oh, no, it's so bad, but it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm really excited for the real thing, though. I have uh, I have a lot to look forward to it. That's good, man. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Word. So do you know what Crooked Sticks is about? I'm not going to lie. I know you told me the name, uh-huh. but I never think we got into it because we just had started talking that one night. Perfect. Do you know what it's about? Perfect again. All right. That's so two for two. Crooked Sticks. <laughs> Crooked Sticks. Um is uh the, it's the verse the bible this name comes from the bible and it's the prophecy of isaiah okay talking about um the coming of jesus right and so you know what while we just talking about this let me go ahead and pull this up for you guys so you can read it off right here you know what i'm saying i'm not finna misquote what we got going on google chrome is taking a sweet time but basically mm-hmm. in isaiah isaiah is giving so he's a prophet he's giving prophecies about where God stands with Israel, 
where God stands with his people, but also what he's going to do about it, right? Which is the coming of Jesus. And so the idea of crooked sticks comes from like God uses crooked sticks to draw straight lines, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, so I, you did say that. Yeah, yeah, uses perfect imperfect people for perfect plans, perfect moments, all things considered. And so it's Isaiah 42, verse 16. And it says, I will bring them, I will bring the blind by way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and the crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. And so that is where this whole podcast is about. It's about really something as simple as just like talking about your stories and where you guys come from. Um, There's a lot that people can learn from that, right? Myself included. And um, I think also it puts um, an interesting perspective on the fact that when people think of Christianity, people think of God, they often feel like they need to come to God like already perfect and already Mm -hmm. fully whole and fully this and fully that which is actually the whole point of Jesus is to actually bring that wholeness to us. Right. Because if we were already whole, what would be the point of having Jesus yeah, in the first place? Why would we go? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that's really the point of this and what you guys were talking about in your stories really resonated with me is I guess this is level of like meaning it has to you guys. Right. Like, I think these stories are like very unique. Like you talked about your meaning of music and how much that that is like important for you. Right. Um, But it's also like a meaning very deep rooted to where it's like people can't really take that away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like, that's just there, you know? Mm -hmm. And the same thing with you. I mean, like even like your upbringing of this determination and like motivation and like serious drive you have, that one thing's just spiraling to another started with sports. And then here you are. Yeah. I, that, that determination was not a thing. Mm -hmm. Give it two years ago. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, sure. So, uh, if, yeah. So like I had said earlier, you know, I I was a big kid, like two eighty, and I I look like a bowling ball. You could probably, you know, bowl a perfect 300 game with me. Okay. I would have rolled straight down that alley. It was bad. It was bad, dude. I was a big old boy. I was a big old boy. <laughs> Stop laughing. Stop laughing. It was, it was the truth. It was the truth. I was a big old boy. Um, and so, at least for me, part of part of like obesity was just to the fact where like I didn't like the way I looked, and rather than doing anything about it, for some reason I was like, hmm, something's not good today. I'm just gonna eat, and that'll make me feel better. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was a what do they call it? A negative feedback loop. Mm. Something goes bad. I do something worse. Something goes bad. I do something worse. It just keeps going. Yeah. There, there was no, there was no, <laughs> there was no willpower behind it. Like literally I, I have distinct memories of sitting there like playing video games or watching a TV show. Yeah. And I'd be like, wow, I'm eating a bowl of ice cream. That's really bad. And mm-hmm. I get mad at myself rather than putting that ice cream down though. I would take another bite mm-hmm. and then I get more mad at myself. I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it didn't, it didn't make sense. And it really, when I finally, it, so now fast forward a little bit till senior year, like I said, mm-hmm. uh, football didn't go army di- or uh, rugby didn't go mm-hmm. uh, for scholarships. Yeah. And so when neither went, it was, it was so weird to me because for the first time ever, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm really realizing like, wow, I'm stranded. 
I am seriously in, in you know, some deep doo doo. If I don't, if I don't figure this out, get out of this. Mm-hmm. And when army, when West point, cause that, that, that was where I wanted to go. That right. was, that had been my number one school mm-hmm. when they had finally come back to me and been like, uh, Hey bud, sorry, but you're big. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the truth. It was the truth. Uh, you know, I can't get mad at them for being correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's the army. You, you gotta be fit. You gotta be physically fit enough to help the guys next to you. Like if, if someone were to get, you know, you know, say something crazy, we were in battle all of a sudden mm-hmm. someone were to go down and I can't drag my own weight. How am I supposed to help them? You know? Mm-hmm. So it made sense, <laughs> unfortunately for me at the time. Yeah. Um, and that was a total shock to my system. So much so that one day I'd kind of just been sitting there kind of looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, what is the point of me being big? Like, what's the point of all this? If I, if I, if I just allow myself to be cool with how my life is at the moment, mm-hmm. I just kind of like, I, I literally took a notebook out and I just wrote down, I was like 280. Right. And then I, I literally just wrote like every single thing that it would hurt that I want in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, wow, I want to go to college. It's mm-hmm. like, if I stay this weight, I'm not getting a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I wrote that down and then it'd be like, all right, I want to be healthy. All right, uh, 280. Big. Wrote that mm-hmm. down. Like yeah. that takes care of that. And then additionally, part of, part of me being so mad at myself made me mad at other people, mm-hmm. specifically my little brother who now is the most important person in my life. Cause I want to keep him, you know, I want to, I want him to be, doing well in high school. I want him to be successful. I, there's nothing more than I wish in the world is for him to be doing good and everything he wants to be. Mm-hmm. But it was such a problem for me. Cause when I was in high school, I was just a bully to him. And I, I wrote that down on the list too. I was like, I bully his name, Sean. I was like, I bully Sean. Mm-hmm. If I stay the same, that's going to happen forever. I'm not going to have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. He's just going to think of me as, you know, this total not cool guy. Like forget, <laughs> forget him. Like respectfully forget him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no way I can keep that up because my mm-hmm. little brother, cause I started watching him get into the same things I had struggled with. Mm-hmm. Like he all of a sudden started going the same down the same dark path. And it's just like, I can't let that happen. Like I can't be the reason my whole family were to go like kaput. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to go to AC like ACC is Austin community college. Yeah. Like it's like the basic party school, yada, yada that most of my buddies went to. And I was like, there's no way I'm going here. Like, no way. I don't, I don't want to, I want to leave. I'm going to go, I want to do something with my life. Yeah. So once, once everything was compiled, I just was like, I got to change it. I got to change it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I made my lock screen on my phone, prove West Point wrong. And I literally sat there. I went to my parents, my, I made my parents really mad by doing this, but I went in there. I found every possible food I knew I would want to eat. That just wasn't, I knew wasn't good for me. All the soda, all the everything. Mm-hmm. I just grabbed it. Like even if it wasn't opened yet, mm-hmm. like I said, made my parents really mad by doing this. I probably uh, wasted I exactly a good <laughs> I grabbed everything and went mm, to the dumpster. It goes and yeah. tossed it in there. And I just refused to let myself touch it. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, mm-hmm. and for the first time, um, I, I like, I was like, all right, I feel like I have control on something for once. So then I, I was like, all right, forget this. Turned off the video games, turned off everything. I was like, I'm going to sit down and read. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down and be outside. Just whatever I could do. That was just taking myself away from the environment. I'd put myself in for 18 years mm-hmm. and all of a sudden stuff got better dramatically. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden my little brother was excited to see me when he got back. And I started like, I actually watched weight shed. Uh, a fun thing is, or not a fun thing, but an interesting thing is when you're so big, there's a point where it 
can literally be lost and converted into muscle incredibly fast if you're willing to just do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually shocking. Mm-hmm. I was able to lose 40 pounds in about two months just because it was dead weight. It was doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And my muscle was able to just be like, oh, okay, I want this, you know. And it just transformed. It was, it was, it was actually insane. Yeah. I, I think there's part of a reason why people always do like the bulk and cut method mm-hmm. because it's so easy to convert it over while it's a total mental challenge. Cause you have to be like, Oh, I'm not touching anything. Yeah. But it works. It works incredibly efficiently. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm not a double X anymore. I'm an XL like, Whoa, mm-hmm. let's go. And so over the course of a summer, all of a sudden ROTC is like, we'll accept you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. come on. We'll allow you in. And that started transforming. Like everything transformed for the better. Of course, though, I was like, I'm not, I'm not about to give it up. Yeah. Cause like in my eyes, essentially it was like, if I stop any one of these steps, it could just go all right back. Mm-hmm. And it's it, now it's a great fear of mine. It's why I'm super, super consistent with everything. And I try and get rid of media, get rid of everything. So I can just be like, all right, what are the things I like? I'm going to focus on them. But it had been such a challenge. And now, like now I have the determination, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure if it wasn't for the shock of, if I don't change something now, I mean, in, in the back of my mind is like, if I don't change something now, I die. Mm-hmm. I will go down a road. I don't want to go down that I know the Lord did not plan for me. He would, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> I know God wasn't making me. He's like, community college. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yes, sir. Steve. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no, there's no way. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, my brother's fit. My parents are fit. There's no way. He looked at me. He's like, mm, no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, there's no way. And then, then it's just depression. I'm like, there's no way the Lord wants that. Mm-hmm. Of course he didn't because yeah. I was just caught up in the wrong stuff. I wasn't even looking at him. Mm. I'd go to church and I'd sit there and be like, I'm hungry. Like, that's not what I want to be thinking in church. I want to be like, wow, look at the world around. You know, it's just, yeah. it was so crazy. Now I, you know, I can't, every day I look up, I like, or, you know, get up, look at myself in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth or whatnot. Just like, wow, you know, you're not done. <laughs> there's mm. more, there's more. But mm. um, it's at the same time, it's like, at least you did it. Because like now it's all you know, photos, the photo app will like pop up old stuff and you're looking like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even realize that's what I look like Yeah. now that, now that I'm not that it's, it's, it's hard. It's, you don't, I, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, I'm not sure if you've uh, heard this, but there's a study that said if you were walking on the street and you're like your doppelganger, same looks like you walked past you, you would not recognize them mm-hmm. just because you don't really think about it. You don't see yourself the way other people do. Mm-hmm. So now that when I get a look back, I'm like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recognize him at all. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it was a it was a pretty long <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty long walk to get to that determination. But mm-hmm. it was an inter- it was an interesting event for sure. Yeah, I, I still fight it, but there's a lot with that thing. Oh my goodness, I I can go on forever, but I don't want to take spotlight from James. I know you have stuff to share too, bud. And that will do it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to part one of this episode. It's a pleasure to be back in 2023 coming strong. If you guys want to listen to more, do not worry. Part two will be released. So I'm more than happy to share that with you guys. In the meantime, check out some of our other popular episodes like Object of Faith Part 1 and 2 with special guests Jim and Karen Smith. If you guys are new to the Cricket 6 family, guys, go check out our Instagram page. We are very active on there. Shoot us a DM. We will respond. If you enjoyed listening to this, don't forget to leave a like. Share this with someone who you might think might find this very insightful and may need the direction. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you and shine his face upon you. 
may be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace into this coming week. All right, y'all. See y'all in the next one.